The Guilty is directed by Antoine Fuqua and stars Jake Gyllenhaal. It's a brand new film, just hit cinemas and is now available on Netflix. And as you can imagine, uh, we're going to be talking about it right now on Joe Blogs About Films. This is episode 27. Thank you ever so much again for clicking on this podcast. It's available on Apple, Spotify and Google and also RSS.com. But thank you again for clicking on this episode. Say I've been kind of throwing out the podcast a lot recently. So last uh, couple of days we've had the Symbiotes and Tom Hardy episode, Revisiting Venom, also No Time to Die, uh, that the other night, Friday night in fact, and it was an amazing film, really, really is uh, arguably the best film, best blockbuster of, uh, of 2021, but we're going to be coming right here in this episode talking about The Guilty, and really, really, I've got to say off the uh, straight off the bat that I am a massive massive Jake Gyllenhaal fan like a little bit of a man crush in there I think I mean he's done some tremendous work uh, Donnie Darko obviously a lot of people uh, love loved his portrayal in Donnie Darko but also for me one of the films that I absolutely find amazing is Prisoners when he starred in Prisoners that film probably deserves a revisit on on my part. Him and Hugh Jackman were so so good in there, but obviously he's done he's done other fantastic work as well. But I just think Gyllenhaal is one of those actors, as I've mentioned, that when I'm watching him, I am just so like captivated and in that like I just believe him as a character with every with every role that he's played. It's been uh, yeah pretty pretty good, and this is no exception. This is in fact a remake of a Danish film of the same name, and it'll be interesting in fact to watch the original version of this, but. Um, it's just from start to finish, this film really, really keeps you with like so suspense. Um, there's been at times throughout this film when I was like literally like just found myself like biting my nails. I'm like, hang on, how did they, how did they get here? And you could argue as well that the guilty as a title is quite ambiguous because there are so many characters in this film that are guilty of something. Uh, but the film centres uh, in a call centre, 911 call centre. Over the course of a single morning at a 911 dispatch call centre, call operator Joe Baylor, who's Jake Gyllenhaal, tries to save the life of Emily, portrayed by Riley Keough, who says she's been kidnapped, but all may not be what it seems. And it's a roller coaster from there. And it's, it's quite evident at the start of this film uh, that the character Joe, played by Gyllenhaal, is having a very bad day. Like, this is just a combination of different things that just results in this epic performance from Gyllenhaal to start, but also so many different like layers, so many different emotion range, and, and like the, all the characters in this. Um, strictly, obviously, v- verbally, really, obviously, because we don't really see many of them, that we focus straight with with Jake Gyllenhaal's Joe um, and every other person obviously is just over the phone whether it's some humorous moments in there where you know you, you can imagine some kind of calls that these 911 operators will receive and it's it must be difficult at times just to like not kind of say it bluntly I myself have worked in plenty of call centers and at times Jake Gyllenhaal was living the dream with saying some of the things that he says to these callers you just wish that you could be as blunt and direct as you could uh, with many people that would ring up with their um well, depending on what the call centre is, obviously, because in this case with nine one one, I guess that most most cases are emergencies. But you you're obviously going to get like there's a with the, obviously this is a spoiler free review, but you know I'm not going to go into any plot points or, or anything that's that's extremely impactful on your viewing experience. Um, but there's a particular call that comes through where this guy's like been robbed by a prostitute, and it's quite hilarious. Like I said, Jake Gyllenhaal's performance, obviously, it's quite you know it's quite calm in the sense obviously he's got to do got to do his job, obviously, um, but it's very very humorous. And there's a couple of those moments when things are ramping up and he's like, I ain't got time for anything else other than what 
I'm trying to deal with and, and obviously what he's trying to deal with is finding out and locating where Emily, the character played by Riley Keough, more on her in a second, you know, trying to find her because she's just called up and ex, you know explains that she's been kidnapped. And you may have seen from the trailers, there's some excellent, excellent acting. Like it's so, like the shots at times are so focused on Gyllenhaal. Like it's literally like close-up shots of him that it's almost like very claustrophobic. You can almost sense like you're in his mind because not only is he dealing with these problems and this 911 call from Emily, but he's also dealing with a personal problem that we don't really find out until towards the end of the film. We know something's gone off. We know that him as a character has been taken off the street, sorry, to answer calls for nine, you know, now on one dispatch. Um, but we don't really find out what, what has happened there. Um, and already the call centre is getting bombarded because there's uh, wildfires happening in the Hollywood Hills. So it's already like everything's uh, like almost like 100 miles an hour for this character, Joe, who's not only focusing on other things, he's got asthma as well. So there's there's so many dynamics to him as a character. And I think that Gyllenhaal, this is one of my favourite performances from him. I absolutely loved him as the same prisoners, but also in a very similar film, not not the same in the sense, but obviously being a police officer, I adore him in the film End of Watch. If you've not seen that with him and Michael Pena in, make sure you do put some time aside to watch it because it's arguably one of the... I, I just think it's so like, underappreciated. Well, maybe maybe I feel it's underappreciated because not many people that I know have seen it. Um, but it's an absolutely epic film. As I say, Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena are fantastic. And there's also David Harbour makes an appearance in there as well. Um, so just a quick side note there. If you're a fan of this, if you do watch this and you really enjoyed it and you've not seen End of Watch... Go check that bad boy out because it's a very, very good film. Um, there is, as I said, so as I already mentioned, there's some really, really excellent humour in there. It's not always like, you know, serious in this film because it is such a serious topic and, and in the sense as well of like what Gyllenhaal does as a character to kind of get, you know, the answers that he needs from either Emily or a kidnapper. Uh, and very, very quickly, I just want to touch on uh, Riley Keough's performance because as I've already mentioned, Every other person in this film, obviously, you get to send, you know, the, you get to see some other characters within the call center, but not too much. It's the, the the focus here is strictly on Joe Baylor and what he's going through in this particular call. But Riley Keough, who plays uh, Emily, obviously, she she rings up and explains she's been kidnapped. It's, and her performance is so good. But it's like any use, like it's that thing again of the use of voice. Like I've already mentioned before about Tom Hardy as well. Like he's a very good voice actor. Um, but I think to be able to keep us viewers, like I say, at times I was literally there like biting my nails trying to work out what was going to happen next or how Jake Gyllenhaal's character was going to, you know, end this and and and, and save this person. Uh, but her performance is so, like, emotion range is so unlike on form. Like, she's at a heightened emotion range throughout the entirety of this film. And for an actor to keep that up, I think, is just mesmerising. At the same time, a fantastic display, really. And I think that Riley Keough deserves a, just as much praise as what Jake Gyllenhaal does because... Yeah, we don't see her. We literally never see her. We only ever we only hear her voice. And to be able to get those emotion ranges and to be able to get like us as an audience to fully understand what she's going through and feel what she's going through as well. Um, yeah, I mean, we we it's, it's amazing. And and obviously, Gyllenhaal you know reflects that as well. Just whether it's how serious he's looking or like obviously his frustration levels is up and down. Like I said, there's already that person. There's like a layer there to this character already where he's got something going on. He's got other things going off. I think he's got his ex, uh, well, he's got his ex ringing as well. Um, you know, he's got a daughter, he's, a family, he's got a family and such. And there's a lot of different like layers to Gyllenhaal's character. Um, very captivating though, as I say, only using voices and not showing them. You can picture yourself at times when like, when he's speaking to the dispatch callers, when he's ringing up other um, you know, police officers to go check things out. They'll either describe what they're seeing and, and you as, a, as an audience uh, member, obviously, you know, you're sat there 
and you can only go on what they're saying. So you're like picturing it in your head what they're seeing and when. Um, but yeah, great performances from Riley Keough as well. Um, and Gyllenhaal, for me, within this as well, another another factor of, for me, what makes it such a good performance in a way. It reminds me of the fact that like he... He's got no control over the personal situation that he's in. So obviously there's something going off in the background of all of this work. And he's, he's very distracted at times. Like I say, that there's moments when he's zoned out completely. And, you know, you can kind of hear the the call ringing, the calls ringing in the background, but he's not picking them up. And it's like you can sense just that he's not entirely with it. his focus. He's not on, which is why he's driven so much to try and find and work out what's happened to Emily. Obviously, he does things probably not the right way, and you could almost argue, again, there's a social commentary aspect of that of police. Again, I've already mentioned before when talking about Spiral, how like there's, there's a line that police officers shouldn't cross, and there's in this particular case as well. Obviously, with Joe Baylor being a, a, an officer that usually works on the streets, obviously now he's tied to a desk, obviously just answering calls for this moment. You can see what times that he probably has pushed that line a little bit, and he does so by speaking to Emily as well. Um, you know, his character himself... Uh, Joe Baylor's got like a bit of a short, few short temper, and at the same time, it's like there's that, but then you add in, you chuck in desperation as well of trying to get and find Emily. And it just, he's up and down throughout this film, and it's so gripping to watch. But he has no control over the personal situation that he's going through, but he does have control over what he's doing and when he's speaking to Emily and when he's speaking to her kidnapper and such, because he's, that's all he's got at that moment. You know, there's, there's, there's little moments throughout the film when he's trying to like, obviously sought out with this personal this personal situation that's going on. He wants to speak to his kids and, and, and you know, wish them good night. And he can't do that. But with speaking to Emily when he can, he, he really it's like he uses every ounce of energy that he's got to try and sort out his personal problem, but then bringing it towards this situation with Emily and, and her kidnapper. And that's where that control kind of, he, well, it's almost like he's got the control, but at the same time he's losing it because he's losing his mind as this film goes on. It really is a roller coaster. So much happens and so many unexpected turns. I, I, I would love to go down into a spoiler, you know, spoiler. Uh, discussion with this but I really want to keep it as vague as I possibly can because I really I just it's a film that everyone I think it's it's definitely in the top 10 of the Netflix films at the moment but it is a solid captivating roller coaster of a film and it just again highlights just how um how good Jake Gyllenhaal is as an actor and Riley Keough as well great support role in this film she really does nail her performance I've already mentioned that heightened emotion that she's going through and get yeah both of those together when they're speaking and and the use of lighting as well at times in this film you know you've got these dark these moments when if Gyllenhaal is doing something that he shouldn't be doing obviously like for example you may have seen in the trailer he, I think he ends up ringing the kidnapper he gets their number and he's like directly speaking to them on the phone you know he's still closing the blinds it's very dark a dark room that he's in and then there's you know the flashing lights of the the reds um, um, of his of his of his calls coming through, it's almost like constant flash of warnings, and and he's just losing it. Like he's got so much going on that again, they said this personal part, this personal element of his story as well. That's all to play, and the, this this film really does take you on a journey, and it's very very good. So the surprises in this are non-stop, and I definitely recommend people checking out this film. Should they should they have the chance and opportunity to, because it's definitely one of it's like I say, it's, for me, it's probably. Bond, without doubt, is the you know the blockbuster of the year. It's the best film of the year so far that I've seen in in that in that respect in that grand spectacle. But on like a personal level, for me, I think this could be my favourite film of the year. I think that there's just something about it, uh, something very very captivating, and and I just 
I could sit here and I, I could actually do like an actor spotlight on Gyllenhaal and his and his performance and his, and what he's done over as an actor, but I'll save that for another day. I just think that this film again is a massive tick for me and uh, a solid, uh, yes, yeah, solid, solid film. Out of ten, I'm going to give this one eight. Um, make sure you do check it out. It's available on Netflix and it's in cinemas. Either way, you'll get a fantastic experience from it. But this has been episode 27, talking about the guilty. Really, really good film. Absolutely one of uh, yeah, great surprise for me. And uh, well, I say surprise in the sense that, um, yeah, I wasn't expecting to see yet another good film this weekend. Uh, but Gil and All, once again, nails it. Fantastic support cast as well. It's available on Netflix and in the cinemas. Thank you ever so much again for listening to episode 27. This has been Joe Blogs About Films. Until next time, take care. <laughs>